0: Hello, and welcome to the In The Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Just thank you once again for joining me. Listen, I appreciate all you guys that have been commenting on the videos, have been commenting on the podcast. Those of you that have left reviews on iTunes, um, I truly appreciate that. Those those of you that have subscribed to our YouTube channel, I truly appreciate that as well. Those of you that's been engaging with us back and forth, just sharing your testimonies, giving your comments, all of those things. I just want to say thank you. And to let you know that I truly do appreciate you guys supporting us and just listening in on the podcast, watching the eat up Mondays that we put out every Monday, Uh, just the way that you guys been supporting the ministry. I just want to say thank you. Listen, before I give you guys my thought and just share, you know, share my heart. On this particular subject, I just wanted to share a few scriptures with you first. And after I share these scriptures, I just want to kind of tell you about something that happened today and something that's been on my mind quite a bit lately. And it just basically all tied together. And I just thought, you know, that I would share it this week on the podcast. But I want to read from the book of Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter nine. And I'm going to be reading verses 24. Through 27. And verse 24 starts out by saying, know ye not that they which run in a race run all. So he's basically saying, listen, don't you know that everybody that is in a race, all of those that are running a race, everybody is running. But he goes on to say, but one, just one, receiveth the prize. So run that she may obtain. So he says, listen, you're running this race, you know, this race of salvation, you know, this race to eternal life. He says, listen, run that you may obtain. So what is he saying? He's basically saying, listen, you should be running this race intentionally. You should be running with the mindset of winning, of achieving to getting to the finish line. Verse 25 goes on to say, and every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things that word mastery means victory. So he says, and everyone that striveth for the victory is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we and incorruptible. Let me read that again. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. Those are those that are competing and striving for this victory. He says, and he's talking about in the natural, whether it's sports, whether it's, you know, some type of competition, he says, they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible that word "crown" there means reward. So he says they do it to obtain a corruptible reward, but we, for an incorruptible reward. And the word incorruptible means indestructible, permanent, eternal. So we run this race for an eternal reward. And we know that that is eternal life with Jesus Christ. Verse 26, he goes on to say, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. And remember, that's what I was saying about verse 24. You know, he was talking about intentionally running, knowing why you are running and being intentional about it. He says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beateth the air. So he says, listen, I run with certainty and I'm not out here just fighting and just swinging at the air. I know what I am fighting for. And we know that this is a man that knows what he is talking about, because if you remember in Second Timothy chapter four and verse seven. What did Paul say? He says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. So we know that when he says this here, where he says, I run with certainty, I don't fight as one that beateth the air. We know that when it was all said and done, Paul finished his course and he fought a good fight of faith. But verse 27 goes on to say, but I keep under my body, And bring it into subjection. The word subjection there means to bring under dominion or rule or authority to control. So he says, listen, I have my body under control. I bring it under control. Why, Paul? Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And the word castaway there means outcast. And some of you might not have known this, but another word for castaway is reprobate. And the word reprobate means a person rejected by God and beyond hope of salvation. And what brought this up in my spirit today, this particular scripture, is earlier today, somebody sent me a beautiful, beautiful gospel song, powerful, you know, encouraging, you know, I'm, I'm I'm talking about one of those songs that brings tears to your eyes. You know, it's, it's, it's all about glorifying God and, and the worship of God. And as I'm, you know, listening to this song and just, you know, worshiping and just thinking about some of the things that God has done in my life, I just thought about as the song went on and a particular individual came up and said a prayer after the song was over you know, it just made me think about this individual and I'm not going to say the person's name, you know, but right now the ministry that this song is connected to, that this person is connected to, there's just a lot of crazy things going on in the ministry and with this individual uh, himself. And recently, you know, I kind of stumbled across some of the things that was going on with him and some of the things that he was connected to. Um, Some of the individuals that he was connected to that he was quite close with, you know, in the past, you know, family members that that were, you know, in ministry. And it was known for a fact that, you know, these family members not only were they the head of big ministries and, you know, really was was over some, you know, pretty. Uh, significant ministries and ministries that had heavy impact in the communities where they were, but these individuals or this individual that he was, you know, related to was, you know, was was, you know, found out to be a pedophile and 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 was basically, you know, involved in pedophilia. But uh, the unfortunate thing was the the man that I'm talking about that I'm speaking of, you know, he basically. You know, kind of just kept it under wraps, you know, didn't really say much about it, didn't really address it. And now he's under fire for certain things. And I think some of it is, you know, this particular situation, him keeping these things under wraps. But I said all that to say that, you know, as I listened to the song and I saw the impact of the song, you know, I thought about what Paul said in verse 27 when he says, listen, Lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. And I started thinking how unfortunate, and not to say that this individual is at a point of where he's been rejected by God and beyond hope of salvation. but you know, I just thought about how, you know, we could be doing so many things out here that are impacting the lives of others, really encouraging them, you know, really helping strengthen their faith in God, but on the other hand, behind closed doors that, you know, we could be doing something that could be setting us up to be, you know, what Paul called a castaway. And that's just so unfortunate. And I just see it all the time, you know, where we as saints and, you know, especially those of us that are in leadership, that are preachers, you know, we're out here encouraging people and preaching the gospel to them, telling them about Christ and telling them, keep the faith. And sometimes, you know, Behind the scenes, we are living these double lives. And what happens is it's like, man, you know, why, you know, do all of this ministry and do all of this reaching out and do all of these great things only to find ourselves in a position of being a castaway. And I wanted to encourage you guys, man, whether you are a preacher or you're not a preacher, you know, you might just be saved, just working in ministry, not working in ministry, you know, let's think about Paul's words, you know, how important it is to keep our body under subjection. And how do we keep our body under subjection? Obviously it's, is committing it to the Lord You know, it's being in prayer You know, it's reading the scriptures It's fasting, you know, crying out to the Lord Help me in the area where I am weak, Lord Because I know when I am weak, you are strong I know that you have the ability to keep me And to help cleanse my mind and my heart Of all these dark things that so easily beset me That, you know, that thing that tries to make me to go back You know, be like a dog going back to his vomit You know, going back to those old things that you delivered me from, and I just think that is very important, guys. That you know, especially in this day and time, you know. And and come on, let, let's let's think about this. God is so merciful. You know, I've been saved this year, 20 years. I know some of you guys have been saved, maybe less, some, some even longer. Listen, we've all made mistakes. We've all done dumb things, you know, since we've been saved. And, you know, what, what can we all say about the Lord, you know, when it comes to those things and those decisions that we made, that the Lord is merciful, you know, and that, that rope that he gives us, you know, um, it's a long rope he's really he really is a long suffering god you know because there's some things that i dealt with earlier on in 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 my you know my christian you know life and and even in ministry where i just kept banging my head on the wall but god was merciful but i found myself crying out like lord help me in this area help me to become strong in this so that when i preach to others you know i myself should not be a castaway. And when I see all of these things that we see going on out here in ministry, you know, all of the individuals that are falling by the wayside, all of the individuals that are just, you know, and, and, and then the sad thing about it is, is everybody that you know attends church or they they you know they have a pastor, and they hold their pastor in such high regard everybody does doesn't know how not to place that person in a higher place than they should be, so when these individuals fall and we hear about the things that they might've been doing behind the scenes, some of these people that were following them and listening to them. And and because a lot of times, you know, these leaders, they're not telling them, listen, I'm not God, you know, read your word, follow behind me in your word. A lot of times they're not telling them that because unfortunately the things that they're preaching aren't biblical. And if they did encourage them to follow behind them in the word, you know, a lot of these people will find out, wait a minute, this is not adding up. So a lot of times they're not encouraging you to follow behind them in the scriptures. It's it's nice speeches, you know, it's encouragement, all things that are good. But a lot of times, you know, there's, there's just something there that's not right. And when it comes out, you know, it really affects a lot of people, but thank God you have some people that understand that, listen, this is all about God. This isn't about individuals. You know, I'm going to, Trust God and God forbid if my pastor or leader or somebody that I have high respect for falls, you know, or or comes up short, I'm not going to allow that to break my relationship with God. But that's what we see happen all the time. And it's just so unfortunate. And I wanted to encourage you guys once again, whether you're just saved, you know, maybe you're not in ministry, not in leadership, you know, don't allow your testimony to be. You know, to be stained by something that you're struggling with, by something that you, you know, you haven't gotten over because you haven't truly surrendered it to the Lord. Because I'm telling you, you know, the effects that, you know, come from, you know, us out here witnessing to people and preaching to people and reaching out to people. And then, you know, we're not talking about coming up short. Like, no, you know, there's times that we all, you know, can say that we missed it, but these 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 ongoing things that we know that the Lord keeps warning us about, listen, you need to stop that, you need to stop that, you know, because eventually I'm gonna have to pull the covers off of you, you know, you know we're just not listening to the Lord, and what we're seeing right now is a lot of people being exposed by God, and a lot of things you know it's just it's it's just really unfortunate, you know, and as I you know, was listening to that song and I saw the individual come up to pray and just thought about, you know, everything that they're going through in that ministry. It's like, look at how this song impact millions of people. But yet, you know, you know, every time somebody listens to this song and hears this individual voice, if they know the story, that's the thing that's going to pop in their head. And it's like, listen, these are the things that we don't want to mess up our testimony in the Lord. You know, we, these are the things that we don't want to, you know, have us on that side uh, of like Paul said, being on our way to being a castaway or God forbid, you know, being a castaway. And, you know, we, we have to continually pray for this individual. I'll be praying for him. I don't want to say his name because this is not personal, but it really was something that bothered me and just really made me, you know, it kind of hurt, you know, because, I'm telling you, man, we're already in a place where people are walking away from the faith. You know, we know that the the body of Christ is under attack, like it should be, like, it, like Jesus said in scriptures, listen, if they hated me, they're going to hate you too. And we know that the closer we get to the end, you know, those that truly follow Christ are going to be hated by the world, you know, but it's just going to be more evident, you know, to everyone. But to have the, the you know, the pressure on us and the people coming after us like we do to have these individuals that are inside the body or supposed to be inside the body, still doing these heinous things behind the scene or supporting these heinous things behind the scenes is just so unfortunate because it is really doing a disservice to the body of Christ. Listen, being in leadership and being in ministry, you're right. It is not easy but it, you know, it it just reminds me of when I go to a restaurant, like sometimes I might go to a restaurant where somebody working there might, might not think too much of that job because maybe they're not making what they want to make, or maybe it's just not a job considered to people as being, you know, a, a super important job. And when you, You know, when you deal with them and you see the service that they give you in my mind, it's like, listen, why, you know, why take the job? You didn't have to take the job. But if you, if you decide to take the job No matter what they paying you Or no matter how you feel about the job You're supposed to give it your all Or just don't take the job And that's the same way with ministry If you know you're not going to do right If you know you got in this to You know, to, to, to take advantage of the people And do all these things Listen, you need to stop right now For one, because you're going to be exposed For two, whether you care about being exposed or not You're not going to get away with it Because eventually, you know You're going to have to stand before God for what you have done, it's just really not worth it. And I wanted to end this by reading the scripture, you know, that I thought was so encouraging. And I just think about what Paul was saying about that, that incorruptible crown, you know, that eternal reward. And when I saw this scripture, you know, it dealt with, you know, talking about a crown, but I thought it was so beautiful because of what was said In these verses of scriptures by our brother Peter, first Peter chapter five, and we're going to start at the first verse and we're going to read all the way to the uh, fourth verse. He says the elders, which are among you, I exhort whom am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. I'm a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also am a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Praise God. Listen to what he says to the leaders. He says, feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly. Not for filthy lucre. In other words, not for filthy money. We we see we see it all the time, you know, and God is starting to reveal individuals, you know, even the more where their heart really is. Like they're not doing this, you know, willingly. They're doing this with some type of motive. But he says, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. Neither as being lords over God's heritage. He says, listen, God don't need you to lord over these people. We see that happening where people are basically trying to control people lives. They're using them, you know, taking advantage of their time, taking advantage of their love and hospitality. Verse three, he says, neither as being lords over God's heritage. But being examples to the flock, we that are in leadership, we that are here as preachers, we are supposed to be examples to the flock. And verse four, he says, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown, a reward of glory, a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Listen, what we stand to gain for doing ministry right, for loving on God's people right, for being the example to his flock, the reward that we are going to receive it does not the money and the taking advantage of people and using them to go get this and do that for you. It does not compare to the crown of glory that we will receive that will not fade away. It is an everlasting crown. So it is not worth it, guys. And I hope you preachers are listening to me. It is not worth it. Those of you that are a ministry, young, old, whatever. It is not worth it. To cut corners, to take advantage of the people, to find different ways to scheme and connive, to preach messages, to get bigger crowds. Listen, be led by the spirit of God. Let God lead you. You know, don't find yourself preaching to others. And then when it is all said and done, finding yourself being a castaway, an outcast, a reprobate, a person rejected by God and beyond hope of salvation. Because I'm telling you. That is not a place where you want to be, and it is not worth it. But know that I love you guys, and this is not only to those that are in leadership and that are preaching. I'm talking to you guys also that are saved. Any of you out there that claim Jesus Christ as Lord, don't allow your testimony. Don't allow everything that you, you know, talk to somebody about when it came to what Christ did in your life. Don't allow those words to fall on deaf ears. And what I mean by that is don't allow those words that you have spoken that encouragement that you have given out. Don't allow Satan to mar that. Don't allow him to encourage you to do something where, you know, it will say to somebody else, listen, I knew you was just talking. I knew everything you were saying, You wasn't going to be able to stand on because I've seen this before. No, we need some people out here that can be examples to the flock, that could be examples to the world, because I'm telling you the stuff that we're finding out about ministries that people we looked up to and we thought that they were the greatest things since sliced bread. We're finding out that total corruption was going on, you know, and. And we're not glorying in that. And that's why I'm not saying any names, because this is not personal. You know, we're not glorying in that we're praying that these individuals, you know, get, you know, repent before God, you know, yes, the ministry may not be the same, but at least they still have an opportunity to get right with God, you know, to, to still touch whatever lives that God allows them to touch and still live eternally with him. But listen, I'm telling you guys, it is not worth it. You know, I pray that, because I'm so passionate about this and and it, it, you know, it sits on my head a lot when I see these different stories. So I hope it doesn't, you know, I hope I wasn't kind of rambling on, but I'm telling you this, this has bothered me for years. I have close friends and they would tell you if they were on the podcast, you know, a lot of these things that we see going on in ministry, you know, it caused me to fall back for some years from doing certain things because, you know, a lot of it didn't add up. It didn't make sense. And as God began to reveal things to me, I understood why. Because a lot of things that are being done, a lot of things that are being said has nothing to do with God. It has to do with personal gain. People are just filling up their bellies and trying to live their best life here. And and listen, it's not even worth it to miss out on the crown of glory that fadeth not Away but know that I love you guys And until the next time we hop On the podcast together Shalom